to hear the scriptures as Brittany makes her way to come and uh, share with us. I invite you to pray with me the prayer for illumination. Lord, open our hearts and minds by the power of your Holy Spirit that as the scriptures are read and your word is proclaimed, that we may hear with joy what you say to us today. Amen and amen. Be reading from Job 1 1. In the land of Uz, there lived a man whose name was Job. This man was blameless and upright. He feared God and shunned evil. Would you please stand for the reading of the gospel? Mark 10 2 through 6. Some Pharisees came and tested him by asking, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? What did Moses command you? He replied. They said, Moses permitted a man to write a certificate of divorce and send her away. It was because your hearts were hard that Moses wrote you this law, Jesus replied. But at the beginning of creation, God made the male and the female. The word of God for the people of God. Let's be seated. Just in case you didn't notice, that was not the scripture uh, that was printed in your bulletin. And uh, uh, those two passages of scripture are the lectionary readings for this week. They are the readings that most of us as pastor, pastors would like to skip over. For it's not easy to talk about Job. And when you open the gospel and you begin to talk about divorce, sometimes the church does this. But this was the sermon or the communion meditation that I had prepared for this morning at West. And so you get it too, okay? So hear now what God might be saying to us today. Most of us are familiar with Job. Most of us know that uh, following this introductory passage that Brittany shared with us, that it goes on to tell us that Satan came before God and ask God about Job. And God said, oh, he is a good and righteous man. And Satan said, I bet I can change his mind. And so the scripture goes on to tell us how Job went. I'm sorry, how Satan went and was present with Job. And how Job's life became more difficult. Everything from losing some of his family to sores completely covering 
his body. The scripture say that Job was faithful. And then we move to the gospel. And at first we hear this and and sometimes we are like many have been in the life of the church. We hear this passage of divorce and we start talking about who was wrong and who was right. And we miss the whole purpose of the passage. Well, this gospel lesson today is a gospel lesson that tells us that they came before Jesus trying to trump him up, so to speak, and asking this sort of question. And Jesus, in all of his wisdom, takes it in a different direction. But what Jesus then begins to say is the same thing he said to Satan. He said, Job will remain faithful to who I am. And then Jesus says in the gospel lesson that it's not about the why. It's not about who was right and who was wrong. It is about the fact that in that time and in that place, if a man divorced his wife, that she had nothing because she was property. And without benefit or a husband or a father or a brother, she was destitute. That's what Jesus was addressing. Jesus said, this is how you care for someone. This is how in the midst of our brokenness, this is how in the midst of stuff that happens, this is God. So I want to ask you this morning, y'all got any stuff going on in your life? Anybody have any stuff? We all have stuff, don't we? If we have a family, if we're married, Y'all know Fawn and I don't argue, but we have strong discussions. <laughs> if you're married, if you have children, if you have grandchildren, if you have a boss, if you, if you breathe, you have stuff. Okay? Acknowledge that with me. And so the question to us today as we come to the table of the Lord is, where is God in the midst of our stuff? believe that God is with us the same place God was with Job. God knows that we are tempted. God knows that sometimes our lives fall apart. God knows that sometimes our marriages are in trouble. God knows that sometimes we make the wrong decisions. But God will not let us go. It's kind of like when uh, people want to argue with me about uh, baptism. And especially baptism with children. And I remind them that it's not about who we are. 
It's about what God is doing through us or through the life of that child. My sisters and brothers in Christ, that's who God is. I know that I, uh, some of you remember me as a storytelling preacher. And uh, uh, yes, uh, that's, that's my style. And so I just have a small story this morning. It's a story about growing up in, in my home. And on those special days, you know, Christmas, Easter, your birthday, uh, Father's Day. What are other special days? Oh, Mother's Day? Yeah, yeah. Mama, Mama normally didn't cook on Mother's Day. So, so where I'm going is, is that on those special days, my mother would bring out the good stuff. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Not that everyday china, but the good stuff. And set the table, and there would be a place prepared for us there. Even for the youngest child, that little red-headed one, <laughs> that sometimes talked a whole lot, she would prepare a place for him as well. My friends, that's the gift to us today. The gift to us this day is that there has been a place prepared. And no matter where we are, it doesn't matter about the stuff in our lives. It doesn't matter what we wrestle with. Doesn't matter that we've made mistakes. What matters is that there's a place. No, we don't always get it right. But the grace and the love of God says, Come. Come to the table. Come to a place that was prepared especially for you. And I will be there with you. And so, I want to ask you this question. Do you think that there was a place at the table for Job? Do you think that there is a place at the table for those whose marriages have fallen apart? Do you think that there's a place at the table for those of us sometimes make poor decisions. Is there a place at the table for those who are broken and wounded? There is. And all over the world this day, through the gift of Holy Communion, God is offering that table of grace. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. The hymn of response is Come Ye Sinners. It's number 340. And would you remain standing for uh, the affirmation of faith and the Gloria? <clears throat>